never give a fuck about a hater though. Ponytail breezy, lyrics still cheesy, long hair, not caring about a hoe. I'm on a mean team, flipping and kicking shit into a green screen. Double dog dare you to mention the dream team. I'm in this bitch like we sniffing up ginseng. I've been in this bitch since hold up, what up? Making these baby daddies throw up. Right now, I don't really care if I blow up. Really wanna know if these aliens know us. Really wanna know what the fuck they'll show us. Shit breaks down, I don't know if they'll tow us. Back to my shit, entertaining my fellow. She hot as a kettle, the booty like jello. I want me a medal, I'm ballin' like mellow. You do what I want and control like Geppetto. Was born in the woods, but grew up in the ghetto. Name should be Sue, but I don't wanna settle. Gun on the metal, right next to the pedal. Don't call the pigs, I might end up in federal. I am not only a legend, dog, I double up as a general. Smoking on exotic minerals, she wanna sit on my femoral. I wanna dive in that shit like a cannonball. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my, I'm in this bitch going animal. I might just eat me a bowl of your bitch, yeah. She in the kitchen just whipping that shit up for Hannibal. Shit that I'm mixing and sipping is turning out thick as a danimal. Jump off in that ass like an enema Look at the stars like a cinema Ball like a criminal Wish I could stop being cynical No, I ain't hear your subliminals I don't want nothing to do with you bitches You wishing that I would go vominos Really, it's comical Really, we popping and locking and dropping you off like a domino Smoking on premium Conoco Fill up back up with a bunch of that stuff I'm rolling a Mickey and splitting the facts Shout out to Robbie and Ricky and Max I'm flying the high and I'm beating up tracks I bought for the night that I'm running it back Wise, wise, wise words from a decent man, Tony Stark. Rest in peace to the boy, man. Uh, yeah, what's going on, guys? Episode something of the Organic Poison Podcast. And uh, that song you just listened to is my new song, Ball for the Night. I have a few more songs on the way, and then after that I've got a few more. Not playing tonight, but they'll be out soon. And this one that you just heard is already out, came out today, on my birthday, because today is the day. Uh, yeah, so, Organic Poison, still here, still kicking after all this time. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to spend this entire episode just going across the the uh, landscape here, but, man, I feel like there should be an easy way for me to like click something and it tell me exactly how many episodes I have, but man, we've got a good bit of episodes on here. And you know, we've accumulated a significant amount of plays over the past couple of months. Just seems like it's it's going it's going more up and that's good. I'm happy about it. I can't, you know, take all the blame. Of course, these episodes that we have that have the most most plays have been the episodes where we have a guest on here. So, I have to thank my guest a lot. I mean, of course, I thank you guys every episode, but I don't think I get the chance to thank my my guests that have come on here. And they have promoted the show and, you know, given me the opportunity to have them on my platform, if you will. And uh, it's just cool. It's been tight. And uh, we're still going. Happy birthday to me, not the show. Uh, 
But yeah, I, you know, I was going back, and the first episode that we did of this show, for those of you who may not know, have known, it was me and Timothy Watkins. Shout out to Timothy. If you don't know him, you are either very lucky or you're really missing out. But the very first episode, it said an interview with Keith Dalton. Now, mind you, this is me announcing that I have a podcast, and this is me saying that I have an interview with Keith Dalton. So, of course, and it was my first episode, but it is leaps and bounds the highest viewed uh, episode on here. So, you can imagine, for those of you who don't know who Keith Dalton is, he's a, uh, he's an interesting study case. Case study. You should look him up. One day I'm going to have him on the show. And, uh... I'm going to probably have a bunch of haters for having him on here, but it's going to happen one day. Uh, just waiting for the right time, waiting for you guys to be ready and prepared for what is Keith Dalton, the crypto extraordinaire. Uh, but no, that was the first episode, but since then I've had, you know, I've I got Steve on here. Uh, I had an episode where I had Jack, Kane, and Max. I've had a couple episodes with Scott. I've had Parker on here, Jonathan May, Adam Summerall. Most of you people probably don't know who these people are. Hillian James, Xander Blades. Uh, yeah, I've had, I've had a lot of people on here. Nate Price. All of these people. Most of these people have their own thing. Zach Case have their own things going. But even the ones that don't, they're my homies and they're killing it. They're awesome. I love to have them on the show. Uh, shout out to Drew Reagan. Boy, Drew just got a new job. Uh, yeah, but I also want to say thank you because, look, I'm about to start rolling out some music and it's going to be fun. We're going to have a great old time. It's all legacy plays here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to Manny Anderson. Shout out to Philip. Shout out to Ricky. Shout out to Robbie. Shout out to Max. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to all the people. Shout out to Jason. Shout out to Timothy. Shout out to all the guys over in DeviantBehaviorRadio.com. I know I'm going to forget some people. Shout out to my boy J-Red. Calm, 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 calm down, homie. It's a J-Red track. Beach. Shout out to Matt Ladding, the plug. He's the, both. <laughs> I think Matt Ladding is a little bit of everything. He deserves an applause. He needs to be on this show, too. Uh, yeah. Rest in peace to my mama. My mama made some uh, pretty solid donations to the music and podcast fund. And, you know, to be fair, it is my birthday, so I'm going to ask you guys. If you happen to enjoy what I'm doing with the music, if you happen to enjoy what I'm doing with the podcast, if you happen to enjoy anything that I'm doing in the creative space and you want to help out, look, you can email me at organicpoisonmedia.com. No, <laughs> organicpoisonmedia at gmail.com and you can either sponsor on the show I can shout out your band or your cause or play some music for you or your your uh, shop your business I'll talk about your business as much as you want me to just you know hey throw the boy some change or if you're just a, a dedicated fan or someone who wants to support a guy who's just doing his thing and trying to help you know help people i don't really know i don't have a i don't have a uh what's the word i'm looking for i haven't come up with a credo for the reason why i do the things i do i do know that i I, once upon a time in my life it was a lot more of selfish endeavors uh and 
now I'm kind of trying to train myself to be less selfish. But I'm still pretty fucking selfish. Uh, so, hey. Cash App. It's Organic Poison. Poison with one O. So that's P-O-I-S-N. That's going to be my Cash App handle. Schmandle. And then PayPal.com slash ShaneIsO. That's S-H-A-N-E-I-S-O. Or the email for that is Shane Earl O S H A N E E A R L O as an oval at gmail.com. Man. So if you guys want to support me, that'd be great. But you know what, dude? It's my birthday. You know what I would love more than, you know, or maybe not more, but what I honestly would is more valuable is for you guys to get on here and listen to these episodes. Go stream my music. It's not on the major DSPs, but I got it on YouTube. I got some music on SoundCloud. I got my stuff on Facebook. I got my stuff on Instagram. You know, go check that stuff out or just... Tell somebody about the podcast, man. You know, if you enjoy what you hear, go back and listen to a couple more episodes. Uh, whatever you decide to do, some of you have been. Li- I know for a fact that there's a quite a handful of you guys, uh, maybe just like a big handful, but you know, not two handfuls uh, of people who listen to the show at least every week, or you get get around to each episode. So thank you guys, and thank you for those of you who came in halfway through and you're going back and you're listening to the whole catalog. That's awesome. It means a lot. So I'm happy to have you guys here. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to get into a couple of small conversations today because, you know, this is my birthday episode, so, oh, so, you know, I'm recording this late at night and I have to go to bed because I have a real, uh, nine to five that I go to early in the mornings, but something that I wanted to get around to talking to you guys about since, uh, you know, (laughs) we do live in a world where things are happening around us and currently an interesting topic of conversation that has ha- that has my attention is the fact that supposedly all the fuel pumps in the United Kingdom are running dry like in the big cities like they can't get uh, supposedly they have a plenty of gas and plenty of fuel but they don't have the truckers like the people who drive trucks to deliver this gas to these big cities now to me that sounds crazy but then I also think to myself like okay well if you have the fuel and you can get it to the people and you guys are filthy rich why don't you just offer to pay people a little bit more money now I don't know if that's the reason why maybe driving a truck just really is like the shittiest of jobs clearly the entire world has a different point of view on like uh, working jobs that they don't give a shit about after this, you know, past year and a half, like it kind of seems like that's a, a pretty common thing. So I'm assuming that truck driving fits into that category. Like, I mean, supposedly you stay gone all the time, and then you get to come home for like a week, and then you're gone forever again. So maybe that is something that takes a toll on people, and less people want to do it, especially those of whom have like families and stuff. I remember being a kid when my family was like still together. Uh, my dad drove a truck for a while and, you know, he was gone a lot. <laughs> it was like he would come home and he'd get, hand us, like, pictures that he'd take while he was gone and all that other good stuff. Because you couldn't just, you definitely, you might could have sent an email in this time period, but you definitely weren't sending pictures through the phone. Like, there's no way. 
And like I can assure you, if you could send pictures through the email at the time, my dad was not getting logging on somewhere to get on his email to send pictures. Like it was cell phone talking that was as good as it got. If we if it was even that, it would be truck stop payphones talking. But I digress. Um, but yeah, he was gone a lot when during that period of time. You know, I mean, I, but in the same breath, it's like you're gone a lot if you work offshore. You're gone a lot if you do boiler making. You're gone a lot if you work on a tugboat. So I'm assuming that all those other things are less punishing than driving a truck. But then again, I haven't looked to see if there's a tugboat worker shortage. It just seems like to me what it is is some of these jobs because okay, you think about people who like who like, what is your stereotypical, like, people that would go, uh, like, at least 50% of truck drivers, or at least 40% of truck drivers fit this criteria? Like, what is your thought on what that would be? Like, mine would be kind of like a hard-ass man that's, like, wanting to go work a job. Now, I've got younger friends that drive, that drive trucks, and they're like, hey, man, it is what it is. It's money. Like, people my age, and I mean, I guess I'm almost 30. I'll be 29 at midnight. Yeah. I'm already 29 by the time you hear this. Yeah. But uh, I'm not going to work on a truck. And maybe that's how a lot of other people feel. Maybe there's just not as many people. I mean, supply and demand. People need stuff. Now, I'm talking about America, but to be honest, I'm pretty confident that, I mean, this is probably a thing that's similar to the rest of the world. But also, I'm pretty sure that the U.S. has a uh, a big, like, trucker problem as well because – if not, if it's not the truckers, it's something because we have a lot of shortages here in America. This thing right here, this article says the world is still short of everything. Get used to it. Pandemic-related product shortages from computer chips to construction materials were supposed were supposed to be resolved by now. Instead, the world has gained a a lesson in the ripple effects of distribution. Now, I'm not going to read this entire article, but I don't know like there's this thing you know they say like there's it's not a shortage on food but for some reason like every time you go in a grocery store there's like less and less of things i don't know if that's just because everybody is going shopping and it is what it is but it's like i don't know like they make they make a good point like here near where i live there's a a grocery store called rainy's you go in rainy's doesn't really look that bad you know but like sometimes you'll see where it's like oh there's something that's not on the shelf Maybe because there's so much stuff in there. Maybe because there's so much stuff in there that it just the stuff that's missing just is, is just not as noticeable. I also wonder how much all of this plays into because I mean honestly I've listened to and heard about so much of this stuff, but like for me to try to quote it to you just would be so much worse than it usually is when I try to read something to you. But. Uh, but if you look it up, as I usually would say, there the price of meat I – I mean I assume that most of you people who listen to me on this podcast by now are buying some of your own groceries. Uh, but uh, if you're not by some chance, meat prices have gone up a lot, like a lot of money. Like it costs a shitload of money to buy stuff in comparison to what it used to cost. Mind you, if you're just broing out, you know, hot-pocketing, you know, corn-dogging uh, – Corn dogging sounds like some nasty shit. Hey, baby, trying to get corn dog. I'm trying to get that corn dog. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, 
but or you know whatever if you're if you're you know chicken patties corn dogging hot dogging you know if you're like living like that microwavable pizzas you know or oven pizzas if that's how you're buying your groceries and you know week by week trying to hang in there then you probably haven't noticed but if you're somebody who like budgets out and has to go grocery shopping for like grocery shopping shit it's very noticeable like we usually focus on the fact that gas is like from what it was a year ago it's like up a dollar like a whole ass dollar or more in some places I'm sure but meat is the same way now some of you would say well I've got plenty of meat for you (laughs) we're not talking about that kind of meat and uh, the kind of meat we're talking about charges by the pound (laughs) by the pound (laughs) I didn't do that on purpose that was kind of funny uh, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. It's weird, but apparently the the big thing in Britain right now is the uh, the gas is is jacked up. Uh, there is a you know, and of course, like I said, uh, there is a shortage here in America for all kinds of various things. And, uh, let's see. There was another story that I just saw earlier today. And it was a, uh, yeah, here we go. Nope, that's not it. Apparently, storage units, shipping containers, there we go, shipping containers. That's what we're looking for. All right, so shipping containers, Costco is running. No, 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 no. Oh man. Yeah. So all of the okay. So all of the 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 ports. It seems like there's big ones in China and there's big ones in uh, California that are all backed up. Like right off the coast of California, I can't remember if it's like San Francisco or if it's – I think it's L.A. I assume. Right off the coast there, there is like – I think they said there was like 13, 14. Maybe it's more than that. Big-ass barge ships, like massive barge ships filled with shipping containers. And all of them are just stuck out there. They've had to just sit out there for days because it's so backed up. I don't know if it's because they don't have workers to unload this stuff. But I literally think what it is is it's become a scenario where they can get this stuff off but they're not getting it out of the shipping yard quick enough. Because they cannot get enough people to come in there and take it out and take it across the country. So it's just like all these goods are getting stockpiled at these uh, shipyards and now – people who are getting their standard 13 shipping containers full of Barbie dolls are like what the hell like now we're stuck here because we can't bring the Barbie dolls in there for two reasons one reason because uh, there's 14 other ships in front of me and second of all because nobody will unload the ships that have already or nobody will transport the ships that have already been unloaded that sounds crazy 
Now, I guess the bright side of that. Now, I use the, the Barbie dolls. Who cares about the Barbie dolls, right? I mean, I'm sure that's what you were thinking. Like, oh, okay, that's just some mythical person. But when it has your ibuprofen or when it has your, you know, uh, I, I don't know, your sugar or it has your uh, anything like that that it has on it, that trickles down into everything. You know, the part of the one of these things I was just reading how it was talking about the the computer chips, which we could go into a whole other another conversation about that. You can look up the reason why Taiwan is so important to the rest of the world and China, and why America it should be so afraid if Taiwan is taken. Which I mean, to be fair, if China is going to go and China it up in Taiwan, then that does suck for them because they've been. I mean, if you think about it, Taiwan has done everything in their power and our power to claim that their independence from China for however long. So if China goes and says, hey, you're a part of us again, I don't think they're going to treat them very fairly. It's fair to say that uh, that could be uh, problematic for the Taiwanese people of Taiwan. Um, but there was a reason. Oh, computer chips. Like I said, I said that's a whole other conversation and then proceeded to talk about that conversation. But the computer chips, like there's a lot of them made in Taiwan, so uh, that's going to affect our electric vehicle building. Because, <laughs> you know, we did have this big thing where we're about to start building or using um, electric. We're going to start. You, everyone in the country gets a free Ford Lightning. Just kidding. God forbid. Uh, a Ford Lightning probably won't be affordable for someone like me until like a million years from now. And I'll be getting the a million year old version. But nonetheless, the computer chips are pretty important, but there's a shortage on those. And so, ta-da. I'm sure a lot of you guys, if you've ever wanted to like build a computer or something like that, you know about having to buy these uh, computer chips and stuff. And my, my dear friend, uh, Hiley and Jimmy, who's been on the show before, uh, we talked about that for a little bit on his show. We might have actually talked about it when he was on my show as well, but I do know that we talked about it on Hilly and Hideout. You should definitely check out their podcast. But um, Xander Blades and Hilly and Jimmy. Hilly and Jimmy. I don't know. Hilly and Hilly and... But uh, cool dudes. Awesome show. They're great. Um, but uh, yeah, if you've tried to build a computer or anything like that or add to your computer probably have to get stuff that comes from Taiwan but I think that they said that they're trying to get it to where we can uh, do stuff like that over here or maybe they're wanting to do it in Mexico which is oddly ironic considering the situation that's going on at the border right now like I mean okay we could have the conversation about uh, you know well there are people too and they're you know trying to get away from uh, you know, a horrible, oppressed life or whatever, but there's a lot of curiosity to the question if, let's just say you dissolve the border of Mexico. I mean, it sounds like a pretty good idea on paper because, you know, the argument used to be, well, the, the cartels wouldn't be so bad if drugs were just made made illegal and, you know, people, like, portion, I don't know, like, it's a whole change of things. Like, you change up and you make, where you can go to the store and buy Coke Okay, it, it, it creates an industry, and it's like, but then it, it's basically one of those things where at least it's regulated. Just regulate all the drugs. I mean, I think what would be more likely to happen is they would 
regulate the drugs and then the people who like begged them to or excuse me they would legalize the drugs and then the people who begged them to legalize all drugs would be like stop regulating them don't regulate the drugs <laughs> you know it's like they're too invasive you're why are you regulating it and then there we go they would have to be if you were to legalize all drugs okay let's just think about this for a second if you were to legalize all drugs in america the united states can you imagine, like, what it would take to figure out how to balance that out? Because, I mean, okay, that's not going to happen in every state all at once. Like, there's no way. And then, like, you have to think, like, who's the percentage of people who would go from, say, I'm moving from Ohio to uh, Georgia because Georgia decided that they were going to uh, decriminalize all drugs. I don't know that I'm just going to move there because of that. <laughs> like how many? What do you think the ratio to people who are moving to Georgia versus the people moving out of Georgia? I mean, to be fair, if you want to do drugs, it's not that hard to find drugs. And it's not that hard to do drugs and get away with it. Like, I mean, it was it was pretty easy when I was younger, so I imagine it's probably even easier now. And, I mean, to each their own. I mean, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do drugs. I would encourage I would encourage you not to do things like heroin or, you know, like meth or anything crazy. I would ne If I was ever to encourage someone to do any drugs, it would be psychedelics or marijuana, which is I guess considered a psychedelic. So, but not something that's going to, you know, kill you. Which, you know, you could take too much acid and, like, lose it. Especially if it's legal. You'd be like, oh, well, fuck, I'm going to work on acid. And you could, yeah, you could really hurt yourself <laughs> if you were just strung out. Like, imagine you pull up to the Burger King drive through and you're like, yeah, I'd like to get in there. Like, ha, 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 ha. And you're like, so, excuse me, I, I, I was... I, I, I need to place an order for ha 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 and you're like okay I'm, I'm just gonna drive around to the window ma'am and she's like okay <laughs> and then you pull up to the window and she's just geeked out of her shit <laughs> she ain't even got her work uniform on she's just she looks like uh what's that kid uh the the little brother, the little crazy kid from the Wild Thornberries. <laughs> Whatever that kid, little kid was, that's how everybody off in the Burger King's acting. <laughs> to be fair, half of them are probably already acting like that. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, like, this woman, she was like, Look, honey, you go to a private school, and you need to get you a job. So you need to go to Burger King, and, or go to Burger King, and go to Sonic. And they wouldn't hire her at Sonic, so she started working at Burger King. And as soon as she started working there, uh, Timmy in the back that, that happens to press his own ecstasy pills is like, Hey, why don't you come back over here, Bridget? I got something for you. So him and Bridget are like railing triple stacks in the back room. Laced with God knows what because it's legal now. So he's just like, Hey. I've got my pill press in the back of Burger King, so if you guys want any uh, dope, we've got it on the dollar menu. 
Oh my God! Could you imagine a drive-through dollar menu for drugs? People are like, oh, you know, because it's it's so cheap. Literally, anybody who's ever wanted to sell drugs can sell whatever drugs they want because it's legal. And if it's legal, and everybody who's ever wanted to sell drugs and be a kingpin, like it's like drug dealers and the new SoundCloud rappers. They're on like on like going reality YouTube and and they're like, yeah, man, I sell dope now. <laughs> What's going on, brother? Don't forget to click subscribe. <laughs> Join my ten dollar monthly giveaway. Where everybody who signs up for my Patreon gets, you know, a stack of custom pr- pressed pills, triple stack ecstasy. Anybody can get it, and it's like, it, like one out of every one hundred pills pressed gets a drop of acid in it. So you're that guy that you're like, okay, like I'm gonna. Uh, it's four thirty in the morning. You're just you've done been railing ecstasy all night long. All night long. And you're like, alright, one more isn't going to hurt me. So you eat this one, and that's the one with the fucking drip on it. Boom! You fucking explode. You go into absolute manic, (laughs) pure chaos. You lose your absolute fucking consciousness as everyone else is dying down. You're like, no, I'm going to stay up a little later. And you took that one last X-Pill that the... The double drip dip on it, and you got blasted to space. You just went out of this fucking world off of ecstasy and acid, and you have you have no idea how you got where you went. You were like, there's no way that I should be feeling the way that I feel. But you did it because it was legal, and they said, why not? Burger King, man, Bridget, poor her. I digress. I mean, grocery shopping would be pretty weird, too. I mean, I've been in a grocery store on drugs before, but, like, if everybody was on drugs, it would be way scarier. Like, it's... it's, Some people, like, they, like... like, I don't want to say embellish, but, like, they... They really, like, appreciate the concept of, like... Man, like, think about how cool it would be if everybody was stoned at Walmart at the same time. Being stoned might not be as big of a deal, but can you imagine if everybody in there was a tweaker? Can you imagine if you went to Walmart and everybody in there was a tweaker? Not just the one chick that's in there at 2 o'clock in the morning. She ain't got no bra on. She's wearing like a wife beater, but like there's nothing to be appreciated about. She ain't also ain't she ain't got no shirt on. She ain't got no motherfucking teeth in either. And she is just geeked out of her shit. And you're like... Everybody is like her. That would be terrifying. That would be walking dead terrifying. Or but faster. Like like oh my gosh. Can you imagine? It's like for every one hundred on a Saturday afternoon after everybody's playing going to the ballpark or doing whatever they're doing in Macomb, Mississippi. Let's just think about Macomb for a second. Small town Macomb. It's not that small, but it's small enough. You know what I'm talking about. That, you know, Edgewood Park, no COVID. Take the COVID shit away. And everybody's just out and about doing their thing. Iron Horse Festival or smoking on the tracks was today. You know, blah, 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 something like that. And then everybody, somebody had to play a soccer game or they had double up baseball games or something like that. Everybody's out and about. But every one of them motherfuckers is geeked. Just twisted off the shit. Like, 
that would be terrifying, dude. That's 28 days later type material. People just running around, just, ah, ah, just like losing it. You know, like you see those videos of those guys online that it's like an old boy hits, you know, flock of, or smokes, you know, a crocodile and like falls flat on his face and starts praying and screaming and, you know, all this other stuff. People are doing that everywhere, all over the place because it's legal. Yeah, and then you start thinking, well, think about Hattiesburg. What if you go to a bigger city like Hattiesburg or like Hammond? And then you're like, well, what if I go to Jackson? What if I go to New Orleans? What if you go to New York City and everybody there is geeked, fried, twisted? I mean, just they're shooting up everything. They're shooting up piss because they're like, man, there might be some dope left in here. I got all that dope from the Burger King drive-thru. It was fucking great. But I mean, shit. I don't know. I don't know where we're heading. I'm curious because, you know, they they talk about doing this. You know, obviously there's all kinds of crazy shit with immigration going on between, you know, Afghanistan and between Haiti and Mexico and uh, all the southern South America, all the different people that are coming into the country. It's just something it's something to pay attention to because your whole life you've always thought to yourself or you've always been told, I'm sure, like we got to be careful about immigration. We can't let all these foreigners in. Okay, yeah. And then they hit you with the oh, there might be terrorists in there and it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, all that stuff I guess it's true. But it's like the the internal question I have is like is this all like based in some kind of like paranoia of like oh you know whatever like they're gonna do this they're gonna do that but i'm i I think to myself i'm like well in the situation we're in right now so many people don't want to go back to work so many people don't want to go to work doing things that we need for society to continue to move forward especially in somewhat of a way that we've known for the entirety of anyone listening to this show's life like well don't want to work if let's just say the supply chain gets back going it's probably going to be because of all these immigrants that came in that's either going to be them going to take all take or excuse me accept all of those jobs because they're there for the taking because other people don't want them whether it be working at a restaurant or driving a truck or working on a tugboat or you know, working at a kiosk in the middle of the mall, whatever it may be, these people are like, hey, you know, we want to, we'll want to play our part in this country because, right? I mean, I'm, I am of the position to believe. Like my thing has always been, hey, I don't know about all these people coming in, but I also do not think that everyone that's coming in is a terrorist. I do not think that everyone that comes in is a rapist. I do not think that everyone that comes in is a pedophile. I am one of the people who believe, uh, despite, uh. A large portion of my peers, I think that America is a pretty cool place. <laughs> I, I completely understand why they would want to come here. I mean, I guess, I guess speaking from a point of privilege as a white male. But in the same breath, bro, I mean, shit, it's pretty bad in a lot of other places. I mean, every one of these, pe- every one of these large demographics of people that are coming here, I can assure you that life is better here than it is there. We've got our problems, but I mean, damn, dog. But in the same breath, here I am, you know, 
I, I mean, not in the same breath. It's a, it's a hard thing to answer. I don't have the answers for it. Because, I mean, it, I'm not just trying to sign up to have somebody come and live in my house. You know, the thing is, you don't have to do that. Don't be so... Don't The world doesn't revolve around you. Look, I get that. But I'm saying, like, I'm not about to just be like, yes, let them all in. Let them all in. This is a great idea. Let them all in and let's just let them live and, you know, kumbaya. Because I understand that it's going to take away a quality of life for a lot of people who are already here. And a quality of life for people who are already here and already have it bad. That's something that concerns me. And the thing about it is, it's like the people who are in charge of all this are not very transparent. The thing is, is if you laid out a really good plan for me and you weren't just some kid that's pissed at me for saying something on Facebook and you were like some kind of authoritarian figure, like, you know, like somebody we elected maybe could come up with like a really good plan as to how this is going to work without it being like one of these like uh, we're going to we're going to pay attention to every $600 or if you have over $600 in your bank account we're going to make sure that we see what you do with it. I don't want you to see what I do with it. It's like none of there's so many things that are being done right now that if they weren't all happening at the same time then it wouldn't ever be a big deal. Between things that are going on with the administration here in America versus the things that are going on across the entire world, it's – it makes the – the the my, I don't want to say it makes my skin crawl, but it makes me incredibly skeptical. I'm already skeptical about things in general, but man, it almost seemed like a very well-devised plan. <laughs> Revert back to my previous episode, the great The Greatest Reset kind of went in on that topic but i don't know it's just the 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 topic of immigration to me is a a very interesting one because i i used to feel more conflicted about it than i mean i feel more conflicted about it now than i used to but because i mean let's I, i i don't know like the same people i don't know i hate to say stuff like the same people who like we shouldn't have to work are the same people who are like yes let's open up the the floodgates of whatever and it's like why do, why do i immediately go to well you don't you don't work a job or you don't have a family or you don't have this you don't understand like is that the is that the correct approach or should i just be like well maybe we shouldn't care so much about money maybe we shouldn't care so much about owning property maybe we shouldn't care about the ideals that we've been raised to care about the entirety of our lives and i'm like Okay, when I do that, I, I try I try to run down, you know, different scenarios since this has been like a thing. People telling me stuff like this. I'm like, well, okay, well, I'm not always right. Then I get to thinking, well, then I will not be able to, like, then what? Then somebody else is just going to force me to do something? Because it's all that's going to happen. That's all the history has ever told us is as soon as I decide to be like, you know what? I don't care about this. I'm willing to live in the mud hut with you guys. Then someone's going to come out and be like, hey, well, here's a shovel. If you want to stay in your mud hut, then you have to come out here and do whatever the fuck I tell you. Along with your neighbors, along with your city folk, along with your your state folk, and along with your countrymen. All of you are going to have to do this shit. You're going to have to work for – we're going to be back working for the man but with – less things to make us happy in the world it just seems like that's exactly what's going to happen they've done it to everywhere else in the world at least once or twice why wouldn't they do it to us 
It's probably the reason why they don't condemn it when other people do it. It's why they don't do shit about it. Because they're like, damn, I wish we could get our people to do that. That would be gnarly. Like, could you just imagine how great it would be if we could get everyone in our country to just submit to our will? Look, I've said it a million times on here already, I'm pretty sure. But you guys really need to check up on what's going on in Australia. It looks nuts. It might not be nuts. I might be just, the optics might just look bad. But I'm telling you, what's happening on the, the continent of Australia is buck wild. Um, yeah. But they're just, you know. Whatever. It's a good day. Today was my birthday. So when you hear this, just know I had a good day. I did have to work. But. And if you hear this three years from now, then just know I had a good birthday. <laughs> Oh man, if you're listening on Deviant Behavior Radio, thank you so much for tuning in here, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show, and be sure to go check me out on the DSPs, and if you're on the DSPs listening to this as we speak, you're righteous, please, if you made it this far, click subscribe, stars, like, whatever it is that they have on whatever DSP you're listening on. If you found this on Facebook, share it. Copy the link and send it to a friend. You don't have to share. I know you probably don't want your mom clicking it and being like, Oh, look at her. He cusses so much. He has such a foul mouth. Why would you let him speak with such a foul mouth? Just tell him and do what I want. Do what I want. My name is Shane Smith. This is the Organic Poison Podcast. And I am so grateful to have you. I need you to help me help something.